Approximately 15 minutes out of The Little Mermaid. Yeah. So we've not recorded a podcast in a couple weeks. I know. We have actually so much that we could cover, but we're just going to start with what's most important. Not Mason's graduation, not Flying Flags, our most epic trip. The Little Merm. Little Murmur. <laughs> little Murmur. <laughs> I have a Little Murmur. <laughs> Laura Marma. Wow. Okay. Um, I tried to take you to see The Little Mermaid the day it came out, and yeah. you emphatically said no. Yeah. Yes. Not because of political reasons. I just need that to be clear. Yeah. I don't think anybody <laughs> I just would have guessed that. I'm just saying. I emphatically said no because it was too important to me and I wasn't ready to embrace it if it was bad. I, I wasn't ready. Embrace it or acknowledge it. I just didn't want there to be another memory in my mind and have it be bad. Sure. Little Mermaid's your favorite Disney. It's my favorite Disney movie, hands down, forever. Like, it was like, I I should have been embarrassed because of how old I was, but I was still rocking like Little Mermaid shirts and Little Mermaid bedding and towels. I actually. Yeah, it was really hard to find that in king size uh, bed sheets <laughs> when we got king. married. <laughs> California King. Oh my gosh. Just I would love that. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. That'd be amazing. Oh man. Now we need to redo the bedroom. Oh my god. <laughs> You're gonna go full Disney couple. Full Disney adult. Yeah, full Disney adult. But this is the problem. And the one piece, the one pro that I'll give to people who hold on to things, like hoarder things, like sure. you know, keep everything type of thing, is that for such a time as this, it's like, ugh, I really wish I still had that Little Mermaid towel more than anything. Yeah. I loved that towel. I lost it at a Webster house, I think. Sounds right. I know. Checks out. Checks out, right? It reads. Anywho, uh, so yes, I was excited and nervous. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't want to go for a long time. So then I suggested. Well, I had lots of reasons, actually. Okay. Well, then you suggested what? Well, I was going to fast forward to today. Wait, yeah. So then I was like, okay, 
you and I can go. I don't want to go with the boys because I don't want them to be all asking questions and blah, blah, blah. Especially Arlo, who is, mm-hmm. I think, might still be awake, but just a nightmare at a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> yes. I just love you whispering into the microphone. Well, I don't want to give him a complex. Uh, anyway, so then I was like, yeah, let's just go me and you. And then I was like, actually, I'll just go by myself. That's yeah. what I want. And then tonight I'd said to you, hey, it's almost seven. It's Tuesday. Summer's here. We're like really just in that embrace the moment mode. Yeah. And so I said, hey, what if we go see a movie? And you said, only if it's the Little Mermaid. Yeah. You made like a hard decision at some point without updating me. Yeah, because the other reason why I didn't want to go, like I said, I had lots of reasons, was I didn't want to actually spend that amount of money to take our family to a movie theater. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm trying to drop a hundred bucks on just like a movie movie I don't want to see with these kids anyway. Sure. But then I was like, well, I'm not going to spend money on another movie. If we're going to go, then let's just go to Little Mermaid. Yeah. And so AMC normally does $5 Tuesdays. So I looked it up. But for whatever reason, apparently this movie was not playing in one of their $5 theaters. Yeah, probably too late. And then it was playing, though, at your favorite cinema. Least favorite. Complex. And this is how much I love The Little Mermaid. My head's itching right now just thinking about it again. The Triangle Square Starlight Cinemas. I said, it's fine. We all need to wear hoodies. (laughs) 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 And let's just go. Listener, as... Uh is deeply grossed out deeply by cloth seats yeah i mean movie Movie theaters in general i don't enjoy going to the movies in general never really have in general i love it it's not ever my preferred activity it's expensive i don't like being indoors it's just like oh kind of a waste of time but whatever you love it i for sure I'm not trying to sit in a cloth seat. Because? Well, lots of reasons. Gross body oils, mostly the lice. (laughs) The lice. Body, just... uh, What about the um, needles? Well, I don't think the needles are real anymore. (laughs) But it was a thing. With the needles that people would put HIV on needles and then they would put the needles in the movie theater seats. <laughs> and I guess that could happen in leather seats too, but not really. No one's going to recline into a needle. <laughs> okay. So, a little urban legend there. So, we so went. even if it means you pay $17 more for a movie ticket, you would rather not go to correct which is why i don't really go to many movies because i don't want to pay twenty dollars to see almost anything but i'm for sure not gonna pay and sit 
in a cloth seat. That really grosses me out, the idea right. of it. Yeah. And let me just say, I know it sounds ridiculous and a little snooty, but I'm okay with that. Two, let <laughs> me say this. My fears were pretty much confirmed today. But hopefully not the lice. I sprayed everybody and I made everybody wear hats and hoods. So hopefully we're okay there. But the whole experience of a type of theater that has cloth seats is shit. Top to bottom. <laughs> because, and you can back me up. Is we it the cloth seats there. or is it the $5 tickets? It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. It's, we got there. We went, it was $5 Tuesday, which was great. We got there and it was like a whole scene. It was a big line. To get your ticket and then a whole other scene to to stand in line to get into the theater. Yes. And I am like, excuse me, what is this about? Everything is online now. You're reserving your seats. Like, why is everyone here a thousand hours early before their movie? Meanwhile... I am frantic inside. Yeah, you were. Because A, I don't like those types of crowds. It like stresses me out. And then B, I was going to miss the opening, which I don't like to do that. I don't like to walk into a movie all like, oh, where's my seat? Where's my seat? The movie's on, let alone a movie I've been waiting for forever. I know. So I was frantic and... People didn't care, which is fine. But then it had the most like bizarre, you have to print out a paper ticket. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing? You're all <laughs> doing it wrong. They were doing... Okay, so you know how there's like four different ways that you can like get a ticket to see a movie? No. They required you to do all four. I don't understand why. I bought it on Fandango. Then I showed them my screen and they said, great, we have to punch in the number from your screen. And then I said, well, no, like this just shows. He's like, well, if you want, you can go to that kiosk and print out tickets. I was like, why don't we have to do all of this? Yeah. They're reserved seats. They're reserved seats. But turns out doesn't give an F if they're reserved seats at this theater, this cloth theater. (laughs) People are dying to get into these cloth seats so bad. For $5. That they just are sitting anywhere all willy-nilly. Yeah. And we walked in a little bit late, which is not their fault, but we walked in. It's not ours either. Well, it's our fault that we were not 45 minutes early. (laughs) <laughs> sure <laughs> i knew that we were probably going to miss most of the previews but yeah i uh, that line yeah the line really debacle. effed us yeah but then these people were just like what yeah they wouldn't get out of our wearing your seats what and then it, we sat somewhere else for the moment and i said well if you could please check your ticket and i showed him my phone uh-huh. which obviously right you know well lit well phone <laughs> And uh, I sit down and then he turns around all like gruff and grumpy. He's like, I looked at my tickets and we are F5 and F6. Check yours again. It's probably an E. Also, he was sitting in an aisle. No aisle is, I mean, like at the very end. It's like, no, 
end seat is five and six guy. Well, it is. What? Because in that theater, they start on the wall and oh, it's one, two, three, four. seat theaters doing it wrong again. <laughs> they can't even get the numbers right. Okay. All right. Anywho, so they were all like, we're not getting up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they were all. So then I was like, oh my gosh, now Chris old. is going to be all worried I and stressed was. because now we're in somebody else's seats. And mm-hmm. the whole thing just is like, why is this a thing still? This is not the 90s. This isn't how theaters work anymore. Yeah. You have seats. They're leather. Most of them recline. <laughs> it's like, we have progressed so far beyond this. Most of us have. Most of us have. But. I did some quick research. Oh, wow. Um, I like that kind of podcast now. Well, the. Uh, Anonymous HIV needles in movie theater seats. <laughs> There's never been a single confirmed case of that. I didn't say it was true. I'm just saying it was something that I was afraid of. Sure. But a lot of people were. Yeah. And there was a rumor that it was a thing. It was a thing. In 1999. Yeah. In the 90s. Um, the wild time in the theaters. And there's never been a case of that actually happening. Yeah. I mean, it's a bizarre sounding thing. Great. I'm glad we fact-checked. Yeah. Did you ask about the lice? I'm sure that's confirmed. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Actually, stop (laughs) it. Please don't do it. Uh, So what did you think of the movie? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I cried, obviously. Obviously. Multiple times. Yes. Um, I just loved that movie so much. She was phenomenal. She was, like, really great. Um, my only, I have two qualms. Is that the right word? Yes. One is Prince Eric. He was kind of a want, want for me. He reminded me of the guy from, um, the bachelor, Ben. No, Ben would have been great. Well, he looked just like Ben. He did not <laughs> He didn't. He looked like a fake Ryan Gosling is what he looked like. Oh no. Like this guy like people stop him on the street and say, has anyone ever told you you look like a dark haired Ryan Gosling? Or like, I disagree. Or like, uh, um, like people are always like, oh, you look like you would be Ryan Gosling's brother if you were like a little bit more handsome. <laughs> so okay. Prince Eric was the only like, oh, and I knew they weren't really going to be able to do it justice because I loved Prince Eric, obviously, as a child. So. Um, that, and I already told you this part, but the white dress, spoiler alert, at the end. Yeah, there's a dress from the movie that you, from the original cartoon Mm -hmm. that you specifically love. And I love that dress. And I kind of had a little inkling that it wasn't going to happen. So those are really my only two things, but it was so good. I want to see it again by myself. It doesn't have to be in a theater, but I just kind of want to enjoy it by myself. Yeah. I'd like to see the beginning three minutes. Yeah, probably five. <laughs> probably. Uh, I was uh, obviously um, perusing online over the last couple weeks. From, About The Little Mermaid? Well, just from time to time. I go on the internet. <laughs> okay, not from time to time. It's like all time. <laughs> all time and time. <laughs> uh, the guy, uh, since you don't like him anyways, which... Listener, he looks like Ben from The Bachelor. He doesn't. He does. Ben is handsome. 
so was this guy, and he looks uh, nothing like Ryan Reynolds. This guy's got a round face. He does have a round face. Like Ryan what Reynolds I said, if, has, if he was a little bit more, well, I guess that's not oh, a kind way to wow. say it. But I meant like. You think round-faced people are ugly? No. As? I'm just saying he wasn't I'm as sorry, listener. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have quite the jawline, I will say that. Yeah. Anyways, this guy. The guy that played Prince Eric, apparently knows how to swim but hates the water okay see and, and it you was something like a was wrong with him nightmare for him to film so much of this in the water what did and you think was gonna happen also like seriously allergic to dogs okay this guy is a tool <laughs> unbelievable i'm so mad i'm so mad Ugh. he could have just Moved aside uh-huh. and let someone qualified, better looking, and that didn't hate everything about the movie do this part. Yeah, it does feel for sure like. It's like, did your agent not tell you? Yeah, your you agent hates you. Story you're bad. Is? <laughs> you're bad. You're bad looking. That's why yeah, he hates they should have just gotten Ryan Gosling and should've. dyed his hair black. Yeah, might as well. Or busy. Ben from The Bachelor. <laughs> well, I'm so mad about that. What the heck, guy? <laughs> I knew that you would be very bothered. It's by that. annoying. Like, <sighs> there's people out there who want this for real. So I got stuck sitting next to Arlo. Yeah. Well, and it was an experience. <laughs> it always is, especially <laughs> when he told me he was hungry ten minutes into it. Which we left after dinner. <laughs> we don't need to get into this conversation, but the kid just refuses to eat dinner because yeah, he's not no. hungry. Yeah, we're not doing that right now. Anyways, there was one part though in the movie, and I took out my phone and wrote it. You wrote it down because I didn't want to forget. Oh, that's funny. So the crab or the fish, one of the characters, says something along the lines of, "Life is full." Of difficult decisions. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And Arlo immediately, and I think it technically was under his breath, although it was loud enough for me to hear, said, tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know he has a hard time making choices. (laughs) Life is full of difficult decisions. Tell me about it, (laughs) Sebastian. (laughs) Yeah, he had to pick between soccer camp and baseball camp yesterday. (laughs) Uh, uh, that's really funny it was a fun movie yeah um, I loved Sebastian he was probably my favorite of the characters yeah I went from being not at all interested in seeing it wow to hearing really great things and wanting to yeah. see it and then hearing a Mediator. lot of mixed reviews like mm. some people loved it some people hated it and I had kind of gotten to a place where I was like okay whatever but I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. My only other thing that I wish or I'm just curious about is why didn't they have the other animals speak? Like how come the only three characters were the ones that spoke? Like in the songs at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in the... Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la. Yeah, it's like there's so many creatures singing in that song. Yeah. And he did all the parts. Yeah. It's like... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, it, it was is interesting. Beautiful to look at. My primary critique, as I shared with you on our ride home in the golf cart, 
is that sometimes things being realistic is not actually what you want. <laughs> yeah. So there's a scene at the end where King Triton comes out of the water. And the whole theater laughed, which is not the moment it's supposed to be. It like, was supposed to be this like beautiful moment. Yeah. But it was like this man with this long hair and Just long beard soaking wet like he looked like red. a wet dog he did he looked like max had just he looked all out. pale from hiding yeah. under the ocean i also was like you guys you didn't yeah. have to make him look like that i know it's realistic <laughs> but help your boy out i literally was like why does he look so disheveled <laughs> he's supposed to be a regal king triton's anemic <laughs> Jeez! Yeah. Somebody throw this guy a lifeline. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, oh "Gosh, he's so pale." It was and funny. Wet. It was like shocking and funny. I was like, "I mean, it's very realistic, but yeah. I don't think I actually want it to be this realistic." Yeah, and not everybody was pale. Not the rest of the merman and merman, <laughs> merman, <laughs> merman, daddy. <laughs> Well, it's June 20th. I thought a fun thing to do uh, when we record these is to acknowledge some birthdays. Oh, like just random birthdays or people we know? Well, celebrity birthdays. Oh, okay. Because I'm not going to know the celebrity, is that why? Well, you'll probably know most of them. Okay. Nicole Kidman. Okay, I know her. 56. Get a girl. Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. Hello. Truly. Truly in love with you, girl. Mm-hmm. 74. Oh, my gosh. He's the same age as my dad, basically. That's Gino wild. Marino. I don't know who that is. Lead singer of a band from the early 2000s. My Chemical Romance. No, but I love the stab <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Deftones. I don't know that. You know the band, though. I never really listened to Deftones. It wasn't really my scene. But. Okay. Are they a skank, skank band? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. No, Deftones was like in the uh, new metal scene. Hmm. But they weren't. Yeah. They sound like they might have been like a mighty, mighty Deftones. No. Uh, John Goodman. Of the Righteous Gemstones. I am so bothered with you about last night. I was so tired. I know. And I said, do you just want to put something else on? Well, I fell asleep in the first episode of season three of the Righteous Gemstones, which highly recommend that show. It is so funny. It's so funny. It's very crude. and We don't have to say that here. Well, I feel like I have to. It's a cone of silence. Oh, yeah. Miss me. It's on HBO Max, so you put it together. <laughs> yeah. It's got Kenny Powers <laughs> oh, and... it's so funny. What's the other guy's name? Adam... Divine. Levine. Adam Divine. Levine. The guy from Workaholics. <laughs> yeah, Modern Family. Uh, this new season has Stephen Dorff. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Anywho, good. John Anywho. Goodman. Okay. 71. Wow. Brian Wilson. Do you know who that is? No. Sounds like a sports guy. Nope. He's 81 years old. With a name like Brian? Brian. Wow. He must have been a young Brian. 
81 years ago. He yeah. was very young. He was like a young Brian for his generation. Very famous. Oh, well, not that famous. Singer, clearly. songwriter, brain behind the Beach Boys. Oh. Wouldn't it be nice? I know who the Beach Boys are. Okay. Uh, and then Chris Mintz Plus. Those are just words. Well, Chris is a very attractive <laughs> and strong name. The last name is hyphenated. Mintz Plus. Plus. Turned 33 like, years old, which I thought was young. P-L-A-U-S. You for sure know who this person is. P-L-A-S-S-E. S-S-E. Actor. Mm-hmm. You would know him by his fake ID, McLovin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. McLovin, you should be older than that. I know. He just turned 33 today. just got his real license. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he must have actually been 14 yeah. when they filmed <laughs> that movie. No wonder he was so believable. Yeah. So happy birthday to all the celebrities out okay. there. Okay. You know what that reminded me of? What? On K-Rock, when they used to do... Um, oh, yeah, celebrity birthdays. Yeah, celebrity birthdays. They did like a little uh, like a little report, right? Yeah, like they a little, did like a whole little bio on them. Yeah. That's fun. I miss Kevin and Bean. Me too. We can take that. We'll, 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 we'll carry their legend on. Yeah. <laughs> Roll <laughs> another one. What else you want to talk about here? Okay, well, a lot has happened. A lot. In our lives. In I've been feeling lives. very nostalgic and emotional because our little, not so little friend up there graduated sixth grade and he's going to junior high and he had like a hell of a week. The last week of school, he was just like making all these memories and pool yeah. parties and whatnots. Um, in it a little bit, I have two avenues. Go ahead. One, which I've already said, feels like it just, everything like snapped, like switched real fast from him. Like just being like a little kid that didn't want to do anything to like. A big kid that doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> well, he's just like group texting all the time now. <laughs> it's like, what is this? <laughs> Uh, listener, we have not given our child a phone. Oh, yeah. He does have an Apple Watch, He's got a watch. So that he does have the capacity to text and call whoever he wants, which is something that we wanted. We want for him. Because he can be a bit introverted mm-hmm. and not feel like he's got friends. So yeah. we want him to stay as connected as possible to people without having the World Wide Web mm-hmm. and all of the apps. Correct. So he's now on these group texts where kids are just like speed texting. Yeah. They're just like, it's just dinging. Yeah. All afternoon it was dinging. And they had just spent all of their, like six hours together. Yep. And then it was just like ding, 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 ding. And I was like, what? And it's just like gifts and dumb things. Do you remember back in the day when we used to have a limit to how many text messages we could send? Yeah, a month. (laughs) And each one cost you 10 cents. And even before that, I had no way of just constantly being able to chat with my friends all day. I had to write letters. I had to go into my room and write letters to give them the next time I saw them. I wrote letters back and forth to my first girlfriend. Okay, of course you did. 
to your girlfriend. I never wrote letters to a boyfriend, gay. I only wrote letters to my friends. I didn't have any friends. Oh, well, see? Girlfriend guy. I just said girlfriends. You know, I brought this up at Flying Flags. What? That you not having any guy friends was like a real red flag for me. Uh Uh-huh. Because I don't like that. And you have a lot of guy friends now, thankfully, mostly because of me, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) False. First of all. And I had guy friends. I just didn't have, like, I didn't, like, bro out like the guys that you knew. I didn't need you to bro out. Well, I had a lot of guy friends. I would hang out with Mark and Corey and, like, all those guys. We would just play video games all night instead of, like, crushing Coors Lights and throwing footballs. No one was crushing Coors Lights. One person was crushing Coors. That's what I said. (laughs) The second time the Websters have come up in this episode. Anywho. Anywho, I didn't feel like you had a lot of guy friends. Yeah. And I felt like you had a lot of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of girlfriends, like <laughs> both avenues of that way. Okay. And it made me a little bit nervous because at Flying Flags, Mason was like just trying to hang out with all the ladies and sit in the hot tub. Yes. And kept on like not hanging out with all the boys who were like, come ride bikes with us, come play, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I told the boys I'll hang out with them later. I'm just yeah. going to chill in the hot tub. I was like, oh, here we go. Girlfriend guy. Well, uh, spoiler alert. He got into a real big bike well, crash the second day yeah. and did not want to get back on his bike, which is understandable. I understand that piece. And also, I seem to know a lady who had a lot more guy friends than she did girlfriends. But I was a girl's guy, guy's girl. What? What is it? Tomboy. Yeah, tomboy. But also, I had girlfriends. Yeah. I just also got along with guys, which is fine. Mm. I love that about me. Yeah, and. It's not an issue, but you did have more guys that you enjoyed hanging out with when we first met than you did girls. I don't know if that's true. Just when we met, all my girlfriends moved away to college. Okay. So did you hang out with them? Yeah, I tried. But they it was were mostly in different guys. states, different okay, cities. That's not right. Anyway, I just don't, I want Mason to be able to make male friendships. That's what I'm saying. I agree. You know, we all had that friend that was like yeah, always with there's one a boyfriend girl or a that girlfriend. He really does like, and <laughs> no, so whenever she's around, he's but she's around all the time. We live right next to her. <laughs> I know, but you know what? It's like, <sighs> well, I guess he's gonna have to figure it out. He is, and he is. He's doing his whole own thing this week, and I he's know. got his I do own. Love that text message and it's terrifying because now he's texting all these other girls and i know it's like oh wikes okay yikes here we go and guys guys and girls so he graduated from middle or elementary school yeah he's gonna be going to junior high he's gonna be turning 12 in a couple weeks and i wanted to ask you because i feel like i kind of ask a version of this all the time but I felt like it was like very heightened in this last couple weeks because there were so many things but what is that like for you as a home, previously homeschooled child, basically having no frame of reference for these things and like 
seeing your kid do it. Is that weird? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't, I guess I wouldn't tag it as weird. Yeah, weird's not the best word, but I just couldn't really think of like what the yeah. emotion would be or feeling would be. Uh, well, I'm very anxious for him, but I think it's like a normal anxious. I was homeschooled, but obviously I was like one of the cool ones. Yep. So that one, that exception to the rule. (laughs) I think we talked about this on the Margie episode, but our family used to make fun of how most homeschoolers were weird. So funny, <laughs> which I mean, we mm-hmm. probably were weird also, but sure. comparatively, we yeah. weren't, yeah, 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 like those other weirdos. Sure, you weren't sewing your clothes. Oh, wait, you were sewing your clothes, I didn't, but yeah, my mom okay, did. Go ahead. Um, so I feel like the nerves that I feel about the whole thing are like just normal parent nerves, you know, like making friends. Not feeling overwhelmed or left out, like those types of things. Okay. So I feel like I know um, I didn't experience public school in that way, but I don't feel like it's super foreign to me. Like yeah. it doesn't like there's a lot of things I never did. Like right. obviously. Right. But it doesn't feel like it's this world that I have no frame of reference sure. for, you know? Yeah. Whether yeah, it's think, from TV or movies or <laughs> yeah, conversations, it's like, I know yeah. it's just like every once in a while, I'll like, remember that you never did this. And then I'm like, I wonder what the heck he's thinking. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Just like about open houses and like, well, first of all, waste of time. I hate them. Oh, but see, I love them. And I think it's because I remember going to them as a kid. Like, I get to be at school at in the nighttime. I get to have my parents here and show them, which almost never could go because of church, obviously. <laughs> but so I like, even though it's a little bit annoying to go now, it's still kind of like, oh, I know how excited they are to be here. Yeah, they are excited that part's, it's like, I don't, I don't mind that, I guess. The um, back to school night thing, that one sucks. Oh, yeah, that one's annoying. That one and is annoying. it's probably different, but there's just like so many things, like performances, <laughs> and it's like, you guys, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and not going because you don't want to makes it seem like you're a bad parent. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if it actually makes someone. Yeah, it doesn't make you a bad parent, but But it's it's like to be like, yeah, I'm just going to. Yeah. I, yeah, I have work. I could leave work and go to this thing, or I could just keep working. So I've gone to as many of them as I can. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I'm not saying that you're a bad parent. That's not what I'm saying. I know I'm not a bad parent. Okay, great. I'm just saying every time I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I wonder if that's because he's homeschooled. He didn't have the stamina that we all needed. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> he's accurate. Got no stamina for this. <laughs> that's fully correct. <laughs> I had no educational stamina 
whatsoever. And I realized that yeah. very quickly upon entering college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wrongo. Yeah. Yeah, you get like real exhausted real yeah like we sit in that class for like 15 minutes you're like are we gonna get out of here (laughs) yeah that's exactly right um this is like do you know how the rules work we listen to the teacher she tells us what to do (laughs) and then we leave yeah no (laughs) not interested Uh, yeah so okay well i had just been wondering about that and hadn't really had a chance to ask you like how you felt through your little yeah. homeschooled lens of the last couple weeks. Is this weeks. my uh, my version of Jason Bateman never having a real job? Yeah. Like a normie job? Yeah, no normie job. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really feel anything specific about it in relation to being homeschooled. Yeah, good. So, like my I parent- do wish okay. that, and I've said this before, but I, I wish that if I had it to do over again, I think I would rather be public, be in public school. Go to public school. Yeah. Even though you're so creative and have all sorts of other gifts that homeschoolers have that, that I, like most well, schoolers don't. unlike most homeschoolers, I didn't actually get my medical degree at 12 years old. Oh, so. that's just what Doogie did? Yeah. Beady little. <laughs> There's that scat. <laughs> the scat is back. Um, yeah, no, I, well, do you think that that public school would have driven that out of me? Um, I thought, I thought that that's like one of the, maybe this is just a stereotype, but (laughs) I thought that most homeschoolers are so creative because they don't have to like basically follow the order. Like in school, there's like not a lot of wiggle room. You have to do everything at a certain time, a certain way. I don't know if I have ever thought or felt that about homeschoolers. That they're creative? Yeah, like as a generally true oh, statement. I feel like all the homeschoolers I know are like... I feel like homeschool moms are often wired that way. But kids are kids. Like they're all different. And the same way that some kids excel in public school settings, other kids don't. The same way yeah, some kids excel okay. in homeschool settings, there's some that really don't. Like they're just really not good at that type of freedom yeah and there's like montessori schools that kind of pursue that same type of yeah "Yeah, do what you want learn how you want to learn and it's like it works great for yeah the people it works for you know yeah so i think for me i probably would have just learned like i just really like i i have no educational skills <laughs> like i don't know how to learn like i okay. i don't retain you never learned how to learn yeah what i never i don't know i don't retain when i read books i which is maybe or maybe yeah, not like a school not really thing. a school thing um like i when i got into college like studying for tests yeah. like i'd never had to do anything close to a version of what they yeah, were asking that me would to be do a- Big jump. Yeah. So it was just like, I don't know how to do this. So sitting in a college class for, like I had some that were like two and a half hour classes that I made it through. Sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's obnoxious for anyone. Sure. So it wasn't like sitting in class was difficult, but it was just like, what the F am I supposed to do with this 
information. Yeah, not a lot of like organizational like here's how you take this yeah. information and here's how you kind of study for things like yeah. you're just looking for answers yeah. you're not looking for content you're just looking for answers yeah oh yeah so i feel like i would have gotten a bit more of that were i in public school but yeah ultimately i don't feel like i was like gypped or you know yeah missed out on anything massive we really did have Contrary to some people's belief, a lot of friends. Um, <laughs> I never said you didn't have friends. And male and female friends. I know um, you went to those balls. Well, first of all, don't talk about my balls. <laughs> uh, Liga. I know you had a lot of. Stop it. <laughs> Anywho, um, yes, we had little dances, but that I, most of my friendships were not from there. But, you know, I. Anyways, I'm not saying you missed out. No, I just was wondering um, because there was so many things. I was like, I wonder how much of this feels like if any of it feels like like kind of out of sorts. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of times over the last five years where I've said things or asked questions and you were basically like, "Um, yeah, this is just (laughs) what it is. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was a nice little learning curve. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, in general, I don't feel like I'm at like some sort of deficit or yeah, something. Yeah, no, of course not. <sighs> oh, wow. Yeah. Anything else about our soon-to-be 12-year-old seventh grader that uh, you'd like to talk about? I mean, all sorts of fun things. Riding his bike like an idiot without like a shirt. idiot. He had his I helmet can... on, thankfully, but slides. I'm just so And upset. a bathing suit. And he... Probably was carrying seventeen different yeah, kinds of a candy. Yeah, a couple swords. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he has a little wipeout and a big he's wipeout. A lanky kid. Yeah. And so, <laughs> very big scrape on his shoulder. It was real oozy and gross. It was sick. Yeah. Most of the scrapes too. were just kind of surface level, but one. it was all ribs. Humorous to me. It just like you could see it just scraped right across yeah, the ribs. Just the ribs. Just like one on every rib. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, no, I am having a lot of fun watching him. Feels like he like flipped a switch a little bit. Uh, kind of caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, I am excited for him. Nervous for me. Excited for him. Yeah. And hope he flosses those braces. Yeah. Sick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know how much other stuff, I mean, I know there's been a lot over the last yeah, few weeks, I mean, but do you want to talk flags. more about that today or do you want to, uh, what type of conversation do you want to have someone, a uh, guest? <gasps> we should bring one of our flying flag guests. A flagger? A flagger, a fellow flagger. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Just retell silly stories? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get Alan on here. Yeah. Oh, he can alamander ho all over this thing. <laughs> we can get Alan and Matt. Oh, absolutely. They were really the ring the shining stars of this trip. Ouch. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> you cook a lot, but 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 I felt like they really created some really fun yeah. moments for the kids. Well, they've been us. creating fun moments since they were in 
college together. Okay, Chris, so. you don't have to dim someone's light just right, to make so we'll your shine brighter. we'll save flying flags for another okay, trip. Okay, we'll save flying flags for another trip. <laughs> another podcast. Um, I wanted to, uh, I've just been thinking about this a little bit. It's not fun necessarily Ugh. or funny. Okay. Then it has no place here. <laughs> um, but one of my great loves is music. Uh-huh. And is she your first girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> is it a girlfriend I haven't met yet? <laughs> music makes the people, um, and I take in a lot of music. Yeah, you just absorb so much music. And I drive in silence. Yeah, what a weirdo. I just thought that maybe it'd be fun uh, or helpful for me just to talk about a couple new <laughs> albums that come out. Okay, you can do it, but I may be sassy. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. That's what that's what the people want. <laughs> so, um, I was thinking that maybe I could play um, like a little clip of it, and you can tell me whether or not you remember hearing it, and if you like it. If I remember hearing yeah, it like, from where? Well, recently. These are all things that I've been playing for a little while. Oh, okay. Like a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. So the first one is um, a band. I guess they've been around for a few years. They're called the Aces. And they're... Um, Are they of bases? No. Oh. They're all from Utah. Ex-Mormon girls. All girls. A couple of them are sisters. Are they the Levin sisters? No, it's the Aces. Oh. The Levin sisters sell things on Amazon. I know. This album uh, is called I've Loved You for So Long. I went back and listened Amazon? to some of their older stuff. <laughs> Didn't love it. But this okay. album, I'm real into. Okay. I think I recognize this intro. Oh, I think I thought I thought this was Carly or um, wrong. Who's the other one? Ellie. Yeah, it's got like little. I'm sitting by the pool. Yeah, I feel like it's a good like little summer vibe. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, there's one song on here that I really like a lot. I just don't know I what it's called. I have a question. Why do you like to listen to new music? Oh, you don't man. know any of it. I know. It's it, just, it doesn't give you, you any sort of like... I feel like I like less and less new music. And it truly feels like mining for gold. Like it truly feels like I'm sifting yeah. and sifting and, and I find something. And when I, um, I don't remember how I stumbled across this one, but I like put it on. And at this point now, when I put on something new, I like 10% am listening to it. But there was just something right away in this first song. The drums. Absolutely. Those drums. <laughs> That's Cone of Silence drums. <laughs> oh, yeah. You listen to this song all the time. Yeah, that album. So oh, is that one. the same person? Yep, the Aces. Oh. Uh, the next one that I want to listen to, uh, share with you is one that I don't think that you'll like, but you may recognize it. Okay. I've played it as recently as today. Um, stumbled upon it, and I was listening to it while I was just chilling at the beach by myself, oh, sitting fun. on a chair. Oddly nice. enough... 
Their name is Beach Fossils. <laughs> Their newest album came out a couple months ago or about a month ago. It's called Bunny. Bunny? Yeah. And uh, I'll play a little clip right here. Yeah. Sounds like it would be on an episode of the OC. It for sure sounds soundtracky. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Which like, be- sitting nighttime a little beach. bit moody at the yeah. beach by myself. Like your girlfriend just walked away with somebody, and well, now you're just staring at them walk away, and you're all at the same. Or like pool you're party. a forty year old dad of two, oh, and you just sick. need an effing break. Okay, no forty year old dads. Again, aside from you, is sitting there listening to that. They're all listening to songs from they went to high school. Okay. That's why I don't understand. I listen to those songs too constantly, and but I, I still love new music. And this album is great. I know, but just listen. This one. I don't understand how you have the energy to absorb new things. Well, it doesn't remind you of anything. It doesn't like. Oh, I just love it. It lights up a part of my brain. That was previously dark. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, there's a new collection of notes and melodies, mm. and I love it. Like this one, and so much of it, because I do listen to a ton of music, a lot of it for me, it like Venn diagrams over other bands. It reminds you of other bands that you like? Yeah, but not like specific things. So Beach Fossils, this band that I just played for you, uh, they remind me of a band that I used to listen to called Starflyer 59, but mostly just the voice. And that band is like kind of depressing music, but it's very similar like Shoegazers. I don't know what that is. It's a style of music. Um, And uh, just like very kind of airy dreamy guy vocals and then the music reminded me of like that first song it reminded me of like kind of older 60s 50s like beach boys types of thing like Mm. okay so there's just certain things of like oh my gosh it's like a a piece of this a piece of that and look at this new flavor it's ratatouille it's ratatouille i don't like that movie but with music i don't like instead of fruit and cheese i don't like the idea of a mouse being in the kitchen okay I got two more. Okay. Um, one of them is um, Killer Mike released a new album. Is he a rapper? Killer Mike of, well, you would know him primarily from Run the Jewels. Oh. I'm up. Yes. Put me to your lips. That's correct. Um, his new album is called Michael. Oh. And it's He's great. Formal. Um. It's a great rap album, and there's a lot of language on it. Were you listening to this super early in the morning? <laughs> Maybe. It was like too much. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yes. And the doors were open, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, our neighbors. Yes, I didn't like it. It's too, ain't, like, too yelly for eight in the morning. But uh, one of the reasons why I was looking forward to this is because it has the first guest verse of Andre 3000 in oh, years. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So it's well, great. I'm happy for you for that. It's obviously a great guest first. It's Andre 3000. Um, you know, I left a bit to be desired Ooh, for me. Wow. I just want him to, I just, I'm I like, know. Oh, I know you love come him. Come on. Anyways, it's a great album uh, front to back, though. I highly recommend. And then the last one. I recommend it after 1 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> got a lot of language. The last one that I've been listening to a lot is, and we had a whole conversation, but Janelle Monae's oh, yeah. <laughs> new album. <laughs> and that's different than Lisa Bonet. Bonet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. And she's old, right? Lisa Bonet. She's older? Yeah. She married to Aquaman? Yes. Okay. No. No. Her daughter, Zoe Kravitz, Lisa Bonet married Lenny Kravitz, and they had a daughter named Zoe who was in that show with like all the moms and the school on the beach and the murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big Little Lies. Yeah. And she was married to Aquaman. I don't know if she still is or not. Oh. Anyways, Janelle Monet um, released a new album, and it's great. Uh, very, shall we say, sexual. Yeah, we shall say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess, get it, girl. Yeah, uh, but it's got some great songs on it. I did like that. I mean, it is sexual for sure, but I was like, you know what? Freaking guys have been singing about this stuff for years, yes. and it's fine. You can like what you like that's girl. exactly right so phenomenal yeah i could like that if i was dancing in the dark yeah it's a, like slumber party arms yeah it's a great vibe. The whole album is great. Um, the only like slightly downside is it's just got a lot of yeah. explicit language in it. Language. So it's not like I can actually just jam out while I'm barbecuing and no. have the you kids. You tried to today, but I was like, Bye. Yep. So, um, well, I'm just always impressed with your ability to listen to new things, your ability to listen to something all day. You're always listening to something. It like hurts my head just thinking about it. I drive 30 minutes right now a day to pick up the boys, mm-hmm. the Jackson and Mace from River Camp or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> <laughs> river Camp. It's Wild Rivers. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just love sitting in that silence. Obviously, yeah. on the way home, it's chaos. But it's just yeah, like, thirty oh, minutes so of nice. silence is. I'm out. Try it. What if I tried listening to? What if I tried listening to new ten new songs, and you tried sitting in silence for fifteen minutes? I don't think it's worth it. We already know what we want. You want silence. I want music. Okay. Or uh, I do listen to more podcasts than I used to. Uh, so it kind of depends on what's going on. But. Yeah. All right. Fine. It's like I don't, I don't. It is probably good for me to find silence. 
as an individual to prioritize having moments of silence. Yeah. And I'd do that, but it wouldn't be in a car for 30 minutes. Where would it be? Where would you find silence? Um, sometimes I will put on my headphones and just turn on the noise canceling feature and I'll just like work with silence. Okay. Sometimes when I'm riding my bike around, I won't put on music in my headphones. I'll just like ride and, you know. Yeah. Have the. Yeah. The open air. Yeah. Earth's radio. And for shorter drives, I'm okay with there being silence. I don't always leave it silent, but yes. there's a lot of times if it's like a five minute, you know. A five minute. <laughs> You're okay to <laughs> back out of the garage, back out of the driveway with no music on. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> a five minutes is funny to me. Well. A lot of times if it's a five minute drive, I'm finding a song to put on. Oh my gosh. That's so much work. I just think life's better with music. Yeah. It's like kind of a lot of work, man. Just like drive. You'll be there. Just drive. You're there already. It's not work. You would have gotten there faster, but you're like fiddling around. And now you're at a red light and I have to tell you it's green. (laughs) It's a whole thing. (laughs) It's like it's green. Wrong. Yeah. That's not how that goes. That's how it's been going. (sighs) Um, well, let's wrap it up. Okay. I have a shout out. You got one? I have a shout out. Oh. Um, this shout out is it's a twofer. It's the same. It's the same, but it's the same. So a shout out is to Gabby Girl because about I don't know, a trillion years ago, she basically said, sign up Mason for this camp. I'm going to have Jackson do it. They're both going to be kind of annoyed by it, but they'll have the time of their lives. It'll be great. So I signed him up, unbeknownst to him. He was kind of bothered by it, but has been having the literal time of his life and is going to buy his own season pass now with his own money, which I love. To Wild Rivers. To Wild Rivers. Yeah. And the camp actually has been great. Like, it's a, it was a really great deal for kind of what they get. So yeah. if you are looking for a camp, if you're in the Orange County area, and um, I think they go still all summer long. Yeah, but I'm sure they do. It was really great. He's having so much fun. He's going to buy his own pass now. And shout out to Gabby who texted me the night before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 9 p.m. Sunday night. I'll pick up Mason in the morning at at 7.30. And I was like, oh my gosh, that camp starts tomorrow. What does he need besides for me to dress his gaping wounds that his body's covered in? That's Um, funny. So shout out to her for being just a... A good friend and reminding me of things. Yeah, Gab's great. I know. Uh, my shout out is to um, this new seasoning. Okay. Is that what was on the chicken tonight? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that one? I did. Yeah. I liked That's also a new yesterday seasoning. and today's. So um, I did get some new seasonings because every time I go to Flying Flags, I'm in charge yeah. of cooking beef Meat on a stick. over a fire. So 
It's been a fun Can little reason it? to, well, yeah, just a second. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun reason to get some new seasonings oh, each time fine. we go up and I go to the butchery. Oh, and you I use ask, the rest of your gift card? Oh, yeah. I ask for some assistance and tell them essentially what I'm doing. And I had picked this one up. It's, um, I believe that the brand is Hardcore Carnivore. Oh, that's fun. Yes. It's from Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and the seasoning is just called black. Black? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's for beef, and it literally is just black. Can I see it? Sure. Um, so I got it, and... Uh, oh, wow. That really is just black. Sprinkled it on. It's That's really crazy. Not all black spices, but then they add some charcoal to it. Oh, activate the white teeth. So it tastes phenomenal. Wow. So phenomenal. Shout out Janelle Monet. Okay. And then, um, but the thing that I really like about it and what I want to say. Literally just before cooking. That specifically is great about this is yes. that um, it tastes like char. Yeah. Without having, without to, having to stress char it. about getting a char. Is this what you put on the flying flags meat? Yeah. Wow, I didn't get that much of it. Well, meat. that's what we also put on the meat on Monday night. Oh, okay. That's what I asked. I yeah. said Monday's was really good too. So it's great. Hardcore carnivore. It's just wow. called black. And you can tell because it's yeah, literally it's just, just jet black literally. seasoning. And yeah, it's activated charcoal in there. Yeah, garlic, salt, some fairly normal things. Yeah. Onion, um, I don't chili really powder. No, it's just the... Pepper ratios that they figured it out but it I, is yeah, so good so good it's almost gone so shout out to them yeah hcb h c c oh man. well it's hardcore one word or two anywho um that's it so we're gonna try and get a flying flags guest yes okay. oh i can't wait we also have another guest in the works I do. At oh least. wow, get it, guy. So we got some good stuff coming up. Oh yeah. And then uh, we were gonna take the show on the road. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean up there? Yeah, but I didn't end up taking the you podcast didn't. equipment. You didn't take the show. Uh, but we've got some trips coming up. So oh, maybe yeah, we we'll... will be on location here in a minute. Yeah. Well, summer. Summer episode. Yeah, we got we're summer road tripping with this bad boy. Yes. So, Get ready. That's that. 